Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, okay. 706. Welcome to your Tuesday. My mom gets up at like 3 a.m. What's like, is that, is, is technically for some, that's still like the day before. Like they don't, they don't, they haven't even gone to sleep yet. I, I don't know, 3 a.m.? It's such an in-between time frame. I feel like I, it, for me, it would I would be confused most of my. Is day. it naturally? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she just she's up. She's up. She hasn't slept in like twenty years. She said. Sure. Thirty years. Right. And so she she just is up at three a.m. I couldn't Shout do out it. Her. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to do it. No strength like that of a mother. But but she goes to bed fairly early. Sure. I'm gonna say like eight-ish probably. What a dream. Even that sounds awesome. It really does. I, I fell asleep pretty early last night. I mean, could you imagine a clear head at 8? Wow. I, my brain is still running at 8 o'clock. That's what I'm saying. Noah is not even in bed at 8 o'clock some nights. Right. Most nights. Well, he's a party animal. He is wide open. Wide open. Uh, the cough is going around these days, though. So if you've got the children. The cough? You're likely in the cycle. And even adults. Adults, you're not, you're, you're not uh, immune. Older kids. In, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Adolescence. Mm. Is that no? That's that's an adult, right? It's got adult. You're in your adolescence. Adult. Adult. Possible word of the day candidate coming uh, up. I've uh, heard it a bunch. Adult sense. I'm not quite sure <laughs> <laughs> which range of of age I'm that just includes. Just not up yet. You know what? You know why? We haven't even had a sip. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Black Powder Coffee fuels your host, your Good Morning LKN host, every morning. Black Powder Coffee, exit 36, take a left. That's Highway 150. Highway 150, take a left at the... uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, down into the business park, go all the way back, and there you will find... Melissa. Melissa. You go in, you say, Melissa. Melissa. 10% off, please. 10% off. Give me 10%. They're going to give it to you on behalf of WSIC. Make sure you say WSIC. Well, you have to. In the good morning. You LK can't just go in there and say, Melissa, 10%, I demand it. You can't do that. I declare bankruptcy. I declare 10%. So, black powder coffee. Delicious. 21 flavors. 21 flavors. I d- hey, thing about our host is he doesn't cut it. I don't. He doesn't cut it. He likes it black. Um, he'll, you know, it's good a day after. You know, he'll heat <laughs> it up in the microwave. It, it's good. Um, so, up to three days. Up to, up to three it's days. It's on the bag. It's on the bag? Really? It says that? It could. Ah. Ah. It could. I tried. I got you. I tried. <laughs> you know what the flavor is this week? Do you remember? Um, uh, ooh. Do you remember the flavor of the bean? Because you know I don't cut it. I don't put sugar. I don't put creamer. So I, I need a flavored bean, and they got over 21 of them. It's not a location, is it? No. Location was last week. Last right. week was Guatemala. Right. I actually found some Guatemala beans this morning that I... In your pocket? Finished off the bag. Nope, that's just in my cup. You're not oh. the only one with black powder. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. There's many with black powder in the area because it's delicious. It is delightful. What is it? Caramel. 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 Caramel or caramel? Is it caramel or caramel? Eight four four Studio Four. That's right. Eight four four Studio Four. The phone lines are always open here on the Good Morning LKN Show. Also, if you want to just say good morning to somebody, here's the new thing we're doing. 
You call in, you want to say good morning to somebody, 844-STUDIO-4. To celebrate this new segment, first one to do it, four-pack of tickets to RenFest. 844-STUDIO-4. Who do you want to shout out good morning to? I'll start. In the world. I'll start. Well, you're uh, not getting a four-pack of tickets. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I didn't call in. So. Oh, that's true. No, that's fair. Good morning, Mom. Good morning, Dad. Good morning, uh, Brother Craig. Good morning, uh, Brother Jason. Good morning to their families. Uh, good morning to um, uh, Natalie Grace, who's across the pond in Spain. She'll be coming back uh, on Thursday. So, Are we international right now? We are international. Wow. Good morning, Canada. Good morning. I just wanted Canada. to tell Canada good morning. Good morning. Because they, they similarly are our neighbors, and it's nice sure. to say good morning to your neighbors. Correct. When you bring your trash can down to the end of the driveway, do not act like you did not see your neighbor. You wave to your neighbor and you say hello. That's very awkward. It's very awkward to be standing there where I'm waving, good morning neighbor, and the neighbor just keeps going as if they didn't hear me. Maybe they didn't have their hearing aid in this morning. I'll give it to them. Phones are lighting up, 844-STUDIO-4. Let's see if it's somebody who wants to say good morning to somebody. Four pack of tickets to RenFest is what you win. See, we just give away stuff. It's just that fun. Did you watch anything last night? I didn't. I didn't watch one. Wait, no, I take that back. I take that back. Uh, Demi did turn on. We did have a little uh, trash TV going on yesterday. Uh, just for night-night time. Just for night-night. You know, you put it on in the background. It soothes you. It allows you to fall asleep. Last night's trash TV of choice, below deck. We got Coach Citrone on the phone. I think he's wanting to say good morning to somebody. Good morning, Coach. I'm going to say good morning to my wife. What's Mrs. Citrone's first name? Are we allowed to know her first name? Uh, Dora. Dora. Good morning, Dora. Wow. So, Coach Citrone, you want a four-pack of tickets to RenFest. Have you ever been to Renaissance Festival before? I have not, no. Oh, you are in for a treat, sir. How exciting is that? I mean, I wasn't expecting to win anything. I just love that you guys do this. Oh, well, we appreciate that. You the man, coach. Yeah, we'll get you to RenFest. You guys are the best. You, uh, wait, you got to stop by the, the you got to stop by the costume rental on your way in and make sure you rent, you know, a costume and and dive full head first into the festivities of RenFest, coach, okay? Yeah, coach, you would make a good wizard. Yeah, strong. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. We yeah, appreciate, appreciate you. Best. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. All right, our first good morning. Our first good morning shout-out. Good morning, Dora. He's the man. Mrs. Dora. There you go. That that We need to clip that. that that's got to be held in the vault for, for all eternity. Oh, you for know? sure. For sure. You just never know, because we're going to start dishing out good mornings every morning. Uh, yes. Every- I've already said good morning to Canada. Who's next? Who is next? I don't, I don't really – I didn't have anybody else on my list. I just was so focused on Canada, I had forgotten to, to come up with a list of other people to say good morning to. We got an awesome show for you today. We got some weather coming up after the break. We got a word of the day. We do. We might even have some good, bad, ugly going on. National uh, holidays. We did not hit on national holidays we yesterday. Did not. We did not. We had a lot going on. Uh, Commissioner Billadu coming into the studio today. With a little Town of Cornelius update. Because I believe they had a board meeting last night. Correct. And so did Town of Huntersville. Town okay. of Huntersville had a board meeting last night. We don't have someone to give an update on that board meeting today, but tonight. What do we got? The candidate form for the Town of Cornelius. I knew that. Part A, subpart one, tonight. Part two, subpart B, is on Thursday. Excellent. 
Yeah, so two parts because there's so many people running. So we're going to break down Huntersville, 7 to 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, we're going to hit you with the lineup, let you know what's going on for the rest of the day. That'll be live streamed on WSICnews.com. It will also be broadcast over the radios. Over the radios and um, YouTube. We're out of YouTube, Jim. We are so out of YouTube, back, Dale. Back, back, back in YouTube. So That is you. exciting. I had forgotten about that yesterday. Uh, hadn't told Dr. Fred yet that we're out of YouTube jail. Uh, but I'm sure he's aware. Everybody's aware. We found out. And so uh, if you're on the tubes, you can watch us there. Good morning, Coach Atrone. Good morning, Greensboro fam. Good morning, LKN. There's some strong Greensboro fam out there listening to to Good Morning. We appreciate you. 844-STUDIO-4. Phone lines are open all day. Whatever you want to talk about. Good morning, okay, and 718. Welcome to your morning. Tuesday. I, th- I don't know why I, I came outside and I was like, it's kind of raining, but it wasn't at all. It just like felt like it should have been raining. I think there's days where drivers feel like that. Jim, is everyone driving like it feels like it's raining right now or is everyone acting okay? Uh, so far, everybody seems to be acting okay. It's just that it uh, looks like they got the speed up to almost 80 miles an hour coming down here, though. That's all but, those people uh, from Atlanta. Going down? Probably. Not in Florida. Coming down, the, the first trip was no problems. I didn't see anything at all. Coming back to Statesville, same thing. No issues there at all. Coming down, to, I'm in Mooresville right now. Everything seems to be bottlenecking. Uh, but then towards Mooresville, it opened up, and people were just flying right past me all the time. No issues so far. Jim, but joke's on them because when that traffic starts happening and that bottleneck starts occurring through Lake Norman all the way down to 485, what do you do? You just cruise in uh-huh. that HOV lane. Yeah, that's where I'm going. That's right. The, uh, it'll bottleneck down there probably about exit 11. And that's shortly where I get off to go into Center City. But uh, everything seems to be running fine. Nice and smooth, pretty beautiful day. Supposed to be, what, into the mid-60s, something like that. Give but, or take. Uh, everybody, seems to be, everybody seems to be going to work. It was kind of late traffic yesterday, but it always seems like everybody takes Monday off, though. Takes a little slower day. Yeah. Mondays and Mondays are a little slower of a kind of day for people around here. It is for me usually. You know, I gotta do double up on the coffee usually on Mondays. Yeah. One of the things that I see a lot driving around Mooresville and Statesville are these license plate covers. Do you have a a cover over your license plate? Like like you can't read it or you're talking about like that, like the decal from like the dealer or whatever? No, for like a piece of plastic over it to keep it nice and clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's against the law. Oh, too dark because you can't Any, see it. Well, if it's even if it's clear, it's against the law. You can't cover anything over on North Carolina license plate. You can't put anything on top of those license over, plates? Exactly. If you get pulled over by a trooper or 
deputy or police, they can give you a $100 fine, take the cover off, and then you get a misdemeanor charge, a class two misdemeanor. And then you have a record. Class two misdemeanor. Now, Jim, I, you're scaring people right now. Well, that's good. They need to take them off, especially these smoked ones. They do it for nefarious reasons, to get away from paying for uh, tolls for so that the police can't read the license plates. And selling Just a bunch of a drugs. People selling a bunch of drugs yeah. on these streets with these cover plates. They're all drug dealers. If you, have a, if you have a tint on your license plate, you are a drug dealer. Might as well be a bullseye. Well, when I worked for the sheriff's office down in Caldwell County, they pulled everybody over for that. And they got a lot of drugs out of it because if they want, they can do a, a car search then. And that's where that's where you come up with a lot of drugs, They're, which means money for the county. That's true. No, and, and Sheriff Campbell's so, been buying up some nice vehicles. They've been spending some money on, on the vehicles. Have you seen the tanks that Sheriff Campbell has there in Iredell County? Yeah, we we saw it there a couple days ago. They're nice, but but uh, they look pretty cool with the big old eye cats on the side. <laughs> I don't know, Jim. Yeah, that, yeah. All right, Jim, we got to jump. We appreciate you. RideICats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks. Jim will take you to the city of Charlotte each way, a dollar around Iredell County. Jim, we'll check in with you about 815. Hopefully everybody uh, stays calm and under control on these streets this morning. Be safe. See you, Jim. All right, Jim, Jim calling it like it is. A bunch of drug dealers driving on these streets. I went everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Today's word of the day. Today's word of the day is mollycoddle. 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 Two words. No, one word. One word. One okay. word. Because it's the word, word of, the, of day. the day. Yes. Got it. It's an adjective. It is. So uh, no. It's a verb, actually. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's a verb. It's a verb. I apologize. No, it's okay. I it, will make a mental note that the text is wrong on the screen. Yes. Very embarrassed. Very sorry. I, I actually only have one example sentence for you. Okay, now I'm even more nervous. But first right. off, a verb is what you do. This is a verb despite what you are reading. What do I do? I molly coddle. Yes. Is it coddle or cuddle? Coddle. Coddle. Because there's an O. Yes. Okay. Molly coddle. Molly cuddle. M-O-L-L-Y-C-O-D-D-L-E. Molly Coddle. Okay, Molly Coddle. I'm going to need it in a sentence, please, sir, because the definition I have in my mind is probably not accurate. Okay, here we go. The newborn cub at the wildlife park enjoys being Molly Coddled by its mother. Manhandled. Interesting. Actually... Based on that sentence, I have another sentence. I can give you two sentences. Are you making up the second sentence? I will make up the second sentence. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, the newborn baby gorilla at the wildlife park enjoys to be mollycoddled by its mother. Uh, <laughs> fed. Um, um, have its back rubbed. Back rubbed. That's an example, I think, of... Of mollycoddle. Of mollycoddling, okay. yes. Uh, uh, loved, nurtured by. 
Yes, okay, so... Taken care of by. The definition is, and I'm so sorry for not putting verb there, that is a total oversight on my We all make mistakes. Yes, very sorry. Thank you for forgiving me. Good morning, LKN fam. Uh, When you mollycoddle someone, you are treating that person with an excessive or absurd degree of indulgence or attention. You said obsessive? Excessive? Excessive or absurd degree of indulgence or attention. Commissioner Billadu mollycoddled the board meeting last night. Did he? I don't know. Wow, we're going to find out here in a moment because Commissioner Billadu is in studio. My gosh, I didn't realize. I mollycoddled a bowl of ice cream last night. I bet you did. With some hot fudge, a little whipped cream, little sprinkles on top. I mollycoddled bowls of ice cream last night. Did you? Oh, yeah. Well, now it was gone? Oh, yeah. Was that your dinner? No. That would have been fun. What did you have for dinner last Spaghetti. night? Spaghetti. Leftover. Got Leftover. It. Got it from mom's house on Sunday. <laughs> I'm a full-grown man. <laughs> do, you, do you have an expiration of spaghetti, like, number of days until it's not uh, good? Yes. I would say probably by tomorrow. Tomorrow would be my last night. So that would be three nights. Uh, yes, but I doubt it. Mom's spaghetti rarely makes it that long. See, I only judge a noodle by its hardness. Okay. You know, if it's still <laughs> soft enough... Sure. If that sauce can still penetrate the gluten, then I, I will eat it. I've got no qualms whatsoever. That makes sense. I, I and like cooked meat lasts for like six months, doesn't it? Uh, I, I don't know. I'll look that up. I, I don't think so. Cooked but. meat lasts a lot longer than uncooked meat. That's what I'm talking about. And if you put cooked meat in the freezer, you're good through the apocalypse. Amen, brother. That's what they say. Commissioner Billadu, uh, what did you have for dinner last night? <laughs> oh, oh, Sorry. I got to get him unmuted. I'm sorry. No, that's my fault. I brought him in. I brought it. I brought you in unexpectedly. <laughs> sorry right? about that. No worries. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Good morning, okay. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, yes sir. Yes. Uh, we had a long meeting last night, so I'm trying to recall what the, they served us. You wait. The town gets served. You guys get served dinner. We get a you know a piece of bread, butter, and water. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, it was five hour, almost five hour meeting last Ooh. night. Was it a long agenda? It it was. This was our last meeting before election. So it's a big. That's a big meeting. A lot to cover. You okay. Know, we may not be around after. So <sighs> you got to get get it out there. Get right. It, you got to say it done. what you got to say. Get it done. Yes. All right. So what was said last night? Give us the rundown. Well, you know, um, two of my favorite topics last night. We actually uh, put out there what the leaf collection dates are. And we talked about pickleball. So okay, there you the go. The leaf collection is a big deal. Uh, it's probably the biggest deal. You know, you sec- leaf second piles only, on yes. the street. You know, yes, yes. Oh, is that is that what that is? Literally, yeah. like the leaf piles. Yeah, and then there's the di- giant truck with the giant, ve- and they come around. That's it. That's, That's the it. one. Cool. Yeah, we actually have uh, three, sometimes four trucks when the fourth is running simultaneously. So, yep, sweeping the town, going from one. Point A to point B. Does the town own those trucks, or do you contract? We do. We we own the, wow. the equipment. I didn't yes. know that we owned the equipment. Yes. I say we, but yes. hey, you know, I didn't know that. Yes, it gets started very soon, November first through the end of January. We come. And is it weekly, like so people can leave it out weekly, and then every week the truck will come around? That's right. It's it's not on call, so you put your leaves out there, and they sweep one side, go to the other, and. You can even go to the town website and take a look at where all the trucks are and, you know, like little little bugs on a screen. You can see them moving through the town. <laughs> Tracking. Yes. Yeah, so that, 
that is probably the uh, the top question in town. Like, when, when are you going to come pick up my leaves? Uh, I've started seeing people raking and all yeah. that with the wind picking up, you know. Yeah. Uh, you guys travel to the mountains at all to see the color changing leaves and all that? I was there over the weekend, yes. Oh, where'd you go? I went up to Asheville. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. My uh, wife's from Canton area. She, okay. she Yeah, she, she lived there for a while, yeah. I, I wouldn't say beautiful. Uh, my wife, uh, bless her heart, took me on a five and a half mile hike uphill, <laughs> up the mountain. Uphill both ways? Uphill. Oh, my God. It seemed that way, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, uh, it's it's going to be very beautiful here by the lake. I've noticed some of the leaves already starting to change. They or, are. Or dying off. Or, yeah. They so, definitely are. So we're, we're ready. All right. So when we come back from the other side of the break, we're going to talk about pickleball. I know that's a big deal these days. Everybody wants to play more pickleball. There's not enough courts for the demand right now. And I'm sure that you guys tackled that top issue, amongst other things. I see you got a lot of notes here, so we're gonna we're gonna spend some time. We're gonna go through it. We're sitting down with Commissioner Dennis Billadu, Town of Cornelius Commissioner, also mayoral candidate here in the Town of Cornelius. Uh, election season is upon us next month, right? November. We're already halfway through October. We're more than halfway through October. Candidate forum tonight in Huntersville, Part A, Subpart One. Thursday, Part B, Subpart Two. Two days because there's 15 candidates running. Really, 17, but 15 are still running. It's a whole thing. I don't know. I don't need to. I don't need to bore you with the details, Commish. Uh, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk with Commissioner Bill. Eight four four Studio Four. Do you want to say good morning to somebody? You can do that. We gave away one four pack of tickets to Renfest. Let's give away another one. Another four pack of Renfest. Call in. Say good morning to somebody. Good morning, LKN. 733-844-STUDIO-4. If you want to say good morning to somebody, you can win a four-pack of tickets to RenFest. I'm saying good morning to Commissioner Dennis Billadu of the Town of Cornelius. Last night was the town board meeting. Last one before the upcoming election. Municipal elections are upon us. Long list agenda I'm seeing here in front of me with a bunch of notes on it. Commissioner Billadu, we talked uh, first about the leaf pickup schedule, which is starting in November in the town of Cornelius. Uh, you said through January or to the beginning of January? To the end of January. Through January. Yes. All the way through. That's a long window. So that right final there. leaf is picked up. Do we, we have celebrate. a lot of leaves in Cornelius? Oh, yes, we do. We've got a lot of leaves because yes. we got a lot of trees in Cornelius. That is correct. That's excellent. Okay, yeah. so what else went, went down last night? You know, one of the... Well, let me give you another date, just so, so okay. we keep reminding listeners. You know, early voting starts October 26th. Does it? Yes. Originally, it was advertised as October 19th, oh. but it starts the 26th. Give us uh, a little bit of break standing outside in front of Town Hall. Sure. A little shorter, but yeah, just uh, an important date. But last night, um, we really covered a lot of ground. You know, we were signing off on a number of expenses that we had talked about over the previous meetings. But one that I wanted to highlight is the fact that we now have a fire captain, a very own, first time ever. This is uh, something big for Cornelius. Yeah. And if you know uh, Chief Gary Barbie, we've, we've got the best. We've, we've got a, a seasoned individual. The team loves him. And by the way, the team was called into action last night on I-77, shut down uh, around rush hour time. Oh, yeah. So, you know, his, his crew is unbelievable. They just do such a great job. And I think, you know, we're moving uh, Cornelius Fire. You, they used to call it volunteer, yes. volunteer, but it's, yes. it's, it's really now moving from part-time, all part-time employees to now or, or part-time uh, third party, now they're going to be employees. Uh, we're converting to full-time employees of the town of Cornelius. And now we have an agreement 
with the uh, the Cornelius Lemley folks that we can have our captain, we can have Gary Barbie as our captain, and he'll also manage or supervise the Cornelius Lemley folks. What would you say is the biggest advantage to having full-time rather than part-time or volunteer firefighters for the town? Yeah, you know, the model just was not working. You know, we... Uh, uh, certainly the, the chief would tell us that it's hard to find folks to work part-time. And a lot of these uh, firefighters were either working in Charlotte or somewhere else, and they were picking up additional hours. So they'd, they'd work just an ungodly amount of time during the week. And, you know, some folks just felt that for our low part-time wage, that just wasn't worth the effort. So now having a full-time employee of the town, including benefits, uh, really makes a difference. You know, they they have a schedule that they can work with, still long hours, but, uh, you know, not, not juggling two uh, fire departments and, and just an incredible number of hours during the week. So more willing to do that. We also provide a stipend for a fire a fireman that's living in the town of Cornelius. So we'd love to have, um, you know, our, our guys right here. But yeah, those, that's, uh, you know, last night I thought that was very important that we come to that agreement and it's, it's good that we could work that out with that third party that uh, Cornelius Lemley. Uh, was it, did you have to vote on it or was it just a agenda, like there was no vote related to that or was there a vote related to it? There was a vote to approve the contract with the, with the chief. Unanimous or? Oh, absolutely. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's positive. We yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, one other uh, quick thing too, I, I didn't know if you uh, realize that we have a a business, long-time business in our town that provides the tires and the wheels for NASCAR. Which yeah. business? This is Champion Tire. Oh. Yeah, Champion Tire came before us, a uh, public hearing. What they're trying to do, they've they've uh, lost their parking facility in Huntersville, and we're happy to have them come and consolidate. They have an operation uh, uh, on Trey North Road off of uh, Highway 115 here in Cornelius, where they actually get all the tires prepared, put them on a, uh, a truck, and, and these are Goodyear tires, so there's a partnership with Goodyear, a partnership with NASCAR. And they put them on the haulers, and every week they're off and running. They, really? You know, the, the very nice, de, uh, detailed, painted uh, haulers that go out to the, to the racetrack. I always thought that was fascinating. And, and if you, you get a hold of Kevin Mall, who's the owner, he, he's, he's very receptive to, to giving you a tour. Okay. And see how that's done. It's just amazing. You know, they have lug nuts already. Placed. I didn't know that was in the town of Cornelius. That, that that operation was local to the town. I didn't know it, that. It really is. And they've been a great uh, community partner. Uh, Kevin does a lot with Big Brothers. Uh, they've been a title sponsor. They they do a number of things, not just put tires on cars. <laughs> Are they so they're east of Norfolk Southern the railroad? Are they east of the tracks? Yeah. If if okay. you know where D nine is on yeah. Trey North. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're just down from there. Oh, they're down that business. They'll that's right. There. That's right. Okay, nice. And and what they're doing now is that they've purchased a, a piece of property behind there so they can bring their haulers in there. Uh, it really saves the amount of traffic that these haulers coming back and forth from Huntersville, picking up the product and then leaving. So that's a win for us from that standpoint, you know, f uh, fewer trucks, less traffic. And, and, it, and, and we really, you know, we love Kevin and, and his business. He's been here. Was there anybody there in opposition of their request or anything of the sort? No, no one, that's no good. one at all. No that's one good. at all. No. Yeah. So, with the, you know, so again, just taking care of business on the, the last meeting, 
uh, you know, before we actually uh, have election day. Yeah, and and the the agenda continues to a page two, I see from last night. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, again, if if any of these catch your interest, but these are these are uh, various projects that we voted for. We've been talking about. We need a new. Uh, substation for our electric utility company. So we've got that uh, contract approved, or at least the uh, the dollars put aside. And is that Energy United or what company? Electricities. Electricities. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we we looked at that. Uh, Where is that going to be at? That is going to be uh, on Highway 115. Okay. In near Hodges, if you know where that. Yeah. That. Hodges Heating and Air across from what was that? What was in the old manufacturer there across the street from Hodges? That big warehouse building where kind of where Bailey and One Fifteen come together. Is that still in use? The FXI. Is yeah, that is that still in use? Do it, they still work there? It, it is not. I th- I believe they finally moved out their 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 employees. The the property's for sale. I, I believe it's over thirty five acres, probably closer to forty acres. It's a massive property, and it has frontage to the rail. You know, they have access to rail, so yeah. someone is interested in that that feature. But no, that, to my knowledge, it has not been uh, purchased or. It's interesting hearing about all these type of more like industrial level properties through Cornelius almost like you wouldn't really expect Cornelius when you, when you think of Cornelius you don't think oh industrial but the facilities are there the access is there it's just an interesting concept for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I think you're right and and especially Bailey Road if if you go west, you know, uh, you you have the industrial feel. We had a number of meetings where we talked about how, how do you look at the east side when you've got two schools, a park and how that would look totally different than the west side with the warehousing and yeah. FXI. Yeah. So, you know, we, we took care of that. We bought some police vehicles. Okay. Five. Uh, Chargers or what do we buy? Dodge Durangos. Durangos. Yes. Ooh, yeah. watch out. Crim- watch out, criminals. Bad boys, bad boys. A lot of power. Yeah, a lot of power. You ever driven a Durango? I have not. My mom had a Durango, the old school Durango. It was like, what, like 2002, 2003, maybe, give or take. It's been a while, but them things are nice. Yeah. And things are nice. Oh, they're and they're you know all hooked up and got all their equipment uh, ready to go. So yeah, we love we love our new vehicles. Uh, you know the police officers have to use them uh, a little rough. So well, because you have to get to places quickly. Like it's not a distance. Like it's not a far distance to go, but you still have to be able to be versatile and make it around different areas and get to the other side of town fairly quickly. I've seen also the side by side that the police department has a little nifty vehicle right there. They've yeah. got. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, a lot of wear and tear when you're hood sliding and you know, you that's right, <laughs> chasing after the bad guys. That's right. <laughs> what so, else went on? Well, we, you know, we um, one of the things that we did do was was uh, pickleball. You know, we had to uh, get the money set aside for uh, you know from the general fund. When's the last time you played pickleball? Uh, two Saturdays ago. Okay, two weeks ago. Yeah, okay. the, the hike got in the way. That wore me out this past <laughs> weekend. But, uh, yeah, we, um, you know, we, we do have the Torrance Chapel Park Capital Project Fund, and that's for pickleball where we'll add some courts. Um, we have to... Where at on Torrance Chapel? At Torrance Chapel Park. Okay. You know, we have some tennis courts there now. And that's just, right. And just past there, uh, we'll straighten out the pathway and, and uh, head back to add, uh, I believe it's four courts. Okay. So actually, the first dedicated outdoor pickleball courts, you know, so you won't have a only oh, pickleball, only pickleball, no tennis, no extra stripes, no extra lines. So there are extra lines. See, Bill and I were talking about this. We were talking about the lines, and I don't know anything about pickleball besides it's just you know a little bit easier. I would say, I'm not saying it's easy, Bill. I'm being clear. I'm not saying it's easy. 
But the lines we were curious about. So they are specific lines for pickleball that are not the same as tennis. That's correct. A smaller court. So that, that suits me well. Okay. Um, I, I was embarrassed by a, a, a young lady who just, uh, you know, spiked the, uh, the ball. She right got you home. real good, huh? Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. Have you scraped your knees yet at all or anything? I am not that aggressive. Not that aggressive. No, okay. Not diving, not diving for a shot, but uh, <laughs> enjoyed it, though. I, th- I think that's something that uh, you might enjoy. You know? I would try it. I'm not saying I wouldn't. You know, I like a lot of things that don't require a lot of movement. And so pickleball sounds like, as far as a sport goes, it's closer to my end of the spectrum, I would say. That might be Bill Russell's way to get back at you. It could, for it this. could be. He and I are talking about uh, going to the range of Lake Norman. I think that's where we're going to go next. We're going to do a little target practice action. Uh, we're both firearms fans. So, all right, good morning, fam. 844-STUDIO-4. When we come back, we're going to chat with Commissioner Bill. We'll do a little bit more. We're going to find out what else is going on. What happened last night at this Town of Cornelius meeting? Some upheaval. A little bit of drama. Got to have a good, you know, it's part of the storyline. You've got to, you got to, you always got to have a little bit of drama in the storyline. That's that's the exciting part. 844 Studio 4. If you want to call in and say good morning to somebody, we got a four pack of tickets to Renfest. We already had uh, Coach Citrone called in earlier. Shout out to the missus, his better half. Let's get somebody else on the line. 844 Studio 4. Coming back. Good morning, OK Ed. 748. Sitting down now with Commissioner Billadu of the town of Cornelius, reviewing last night's town of Cornelius board meeting agenda and the things that came out of it, keeping you informed. 844-STUDIO-4 if you've got a question as part of the conversation. We were talking about pickleball before the break. Uh, I might try it very soon. Uh, We'll see. But there was some dollars that were allocated toward pickleball, particularly there on Torrance Chapel Road and the expansion and adding of courts. How much dollars did Cornelius agree to spend last night? Uh, we approved $470,000 for the uh, construction of those pickleball courts. Okay. They can't get here soon enough. People are clamoring for it. And is that, to- that, that is literally like full cost? That's everything? Or has there been more money beyond that that's been put into to them? That should be it. There, 470 Yeah, four courts. You know, it's uh, you know, a fair amount of money that um, uh, smaller pickleball courts just... You know that that's that's what you get. So, well, if you think about that relative to other projects, four hundred seventy, it doesn't seem like the most outlandish project compared to some of the other ones that you know have been spent and dollars that have been allocated for yeah. something that has high demand right now. Do you think the demand for pickleball stays, or is this just a fad? Like by the time you guys do the ribbon cutting, have people moved on to like squash or something like that? You know, with our demographic in in particular, we're we're uh, I think we're in it for the long haul. I I remember seeing pickleball being played in Florida ten years ago, so it's uh, well, not, o- not an overnight. Time. No, <laughs> but yeah, it, the four hundred seventy thousand. Of course, the pickleball location in Torrance Chapel Park is is neat. That you know, we already had the land, so, right? So that oh, it doesn't include land. Yeah, like, if, if you were throwing land in here, we'd be looking at a couple of millions. I probably <laughs> would imagine at this point. So yeah, yeah, it was a wide ranging topics last night and, yeah. and another important one uh is cybersecurity. very so with all that's going on and uh the hack that we uh yeah. experienced just a few months ago so we did sign a contract there uh, another thirty thousand dollars roughly for cybersecurity improvements which you can never get enough of that no there's always there's always something to learn and and so previ- my previous life right i was a real estate attorney had a law firm and we had a 
independent third-party company did evaluation cybersecurity. We put in all this stuff, domains, firewalls, blah, 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 right? Everything like that. It always still comes down to the user, though, like is what we learned, that no matter what tools, whatever technology you put in place, someone could still click a link. Is part, Does part of the cost go toward training of employees and learning what to not click at all or is that part of it at all or well training is a huge part yeah you know and and uh, our our employees and, and staff at town hall are reminded on a regular basis you know if, if you know if you're not sure what that is don't click on it get some it help right. <laughs> but that's that's how that hack occurred that it you know there there are bad actors in various countries working hard to to fool you and they can look so uh, so valid you know you see a lot oh, of it's scary how yeah. real they can look yeah so you, this you whole spoofing this newest thing of like it's not new but the concept of like spoofing where you can manipulate what the email who it looks like it's from to where you believe it's somebody that you know or someone from your contact list and it's just amazing. It's very scary the, yeah. the kind of stuff it actually in, in um, makes me hate email even more. And, I, and me as a millennial, right, I, you think, oh, he probably loves technology. I like technology. I don't like email, though. Yeah. It's so vulnerable. Oh, absolutely. And, and hopefully you stop before you start sending it or buying gift cards and sending money here. That's here right. There. Well, when the prince of Nigeria asks yes. you for help, you help Commissioner yeah. Billadu. That's yes. what you do. Yes. Yes. And let me give a shout out to three uh, organizations that presented real quick last night to uh, give their final report for the for the fiscal year in terms of uh, these are grants that we provide as a town to these organizations. And the first one, a very, very uh, neat organization, Mecklenburg County Homes Program. Uh, Jamie Nagel was there and, and, and her organization helps with folks that are having a difficult time with their uh, home uh, payments, expenses, so they they jump in and 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 help and counsel and try to get them through that. So, in this day and age, that that's so important. Uh, we also had senior community connections. You know, and I, I think about my 90 year old mom, and what they do is is really uh, provide at a low cost basis some help uh, with transportation, with a little companionship, uh, whatever is needed, some shopping. You know, so they. They are operating uh, around the lake, and they're really building in Cornelius. They started, uh, uh, Jerry McKenzie, the uh, executive director, mentioned that they were 7% of their uh, folks that they helped were in Cornelius. They're now 33% are in Cornelius. So it's there. You know, it's a need in our town, and they're, they're filling a, an important role. The last one I think you'll like is uh, the Kane Center. Uh, Justin Dion was Big there. Big fan of the Kane Center, and Justin Dion, he's pretty cool too. Yeah, and and they they must have had twenty folks from the you know the board, former board members, uh, staff. They were there to to lend support to Justin, and you know after nine months, a very very impressive uh, report out in terms of what they've accomplished from ground zero to where they are now, putting on some great performances there at the Kane Center. What did you think of the of the presentation? Did you like it? Did you think it hit the mark? How do you feel and how do you feel like Kane Center is doing for the community as a whole? Well, I love it. I mean, it's uh, the report was was just as I would expect. You know, I hear a lot of great things about it and uh, I did uh, give Justin a pat on the back. The organization is being noticed. They're, they're winning awards, uh, not only just here in Cornelius or the Lake, but, you know, some regional uh, recognition, which is good for 
not only the Kane Center, but for the town of Cornelius. And um, I, I just thought when, when you sit back and listen to all that's been accomplished in nine months, it's, it's really incredible. It, it was interesting because when I first met Justin, we started chatting and he does a show here today. Actually, it's his show Thursday or excuse me, Tuesdays from four to five. Know the scene hosted by Justin Dion, executive director of Kane Center for the Arts. When I first met Justin I, and, and we were talking about the Kane Center, I always envisioned like a theater like that is really just for that. Right. Like just shows. But it really is so much more. There's classes, there's camps, there's opportunities for uh, people to volunteer. There's so much that it encompasses and includes the entire community. So looking on from the outside in, you may think it's just a theater. It's much more than that. Yeah, the, the organization is is pretty broad. And, and Justin did cover the camps, uh, ceramics. You know, that oh, yeah. that in itself is a, a challenge, I'm sure. But uh, they're doing a great job with that. And uh, they've announced a partnership with Davidson Community Players where they'll have a couple of uh, performances going into the new year. Still quite a bit left on on the plate, uh, you know, through this end of this year, you know, with Magician, uh Country, which is one of my favorites. It's all kinds. And then just, just this past weekend, they had Jeff Allen, I think, what was it, Friday, Jeff Allen, and then Saturday, Charlotte Symphony Orchestra. You're talking about two big players back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you close your eyes and you think back not that long ago when they were blue corrugated metal buildings selling furniture right there in our downtown, not not a real good look. And, and now with the announcement of Mills Market, that entire section of our downtown that was falling in on itself – uh, you can actually go out and have a great night. Uh, so restaurants are coming, uh, some more retail that would kind of coordinate with Kane Center with an arts district. Uh, I'm excited about it. And I think that'll have some other benefits for even like antiquity, right? Which when you think about downtown, right, it's all encompassing of multiple streets, a couple of different blocks. And it's not like Cornelius is going to become some megalodon city, right? Like it's not going to become Atlanta or anything like that. But it's very cool to have a centralized location in your town where you can go and, and enjoy a night out and feel comfortable and 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 just have a good time with you, your friends, your family. And, and that's exciting. And I'm grateful to live in a town that has that. Yeah. Oh, and we spent uh, quite a bit of time last night on a downtown master plan so that we can uh, kind of push back the fears that we will become so overcrowded that you won't be able to move. So very important that we look at a master plan that involves pedestrian and bike access and then also how you keep traffic flowing. You know, so traffic congestion is, is the issue, but how do you keep traffic flowing when you have folks coming to downtown so we did, uh, you know, clearly we had a, a, a second Friday and a performance at the Kane Center. Took care of parking, traffic moved, people were kind of chill and mellow, you know, not a lot of honking of horns. People were just getting through there, um, and that's what we like to see, you know, uh, not only these events, but permanent restaurants, uh, breweries, and, and of course, the arts in our downtown. Yeah. And here, Bill, uh, Bill the Buffers got pulled up on the screen for us, um, posted by Cornelius Today, the wonderful Dave Yoakum here. The schedule of early voting in Mecklenburg. So early voting for anyone in Mecklenburg begins uh, one week. Uh, so the 19th originally, but it got pushed back, right? You said to the 26th, is that right? Yeah, the, the 19th, I believe, is still on for Hal Marshall, uh, you know, the downtown Charlotte location. Okay. But when you look at Cornelius Town Hall, Davidson Town Hall, and the library in Huntersville, uh, we're going to begin at October 26th, okay. 8 a.m. till 7.30 p.m. 
you know, so through that's... November 3rd. Can people register to vote at early vote? Do you know that answer? I don't know that answer, and I feel like I should, so I'm looking to you for yeah. to answer that for me right now. I believe I believe they can, or you know, when they go down to uh, early vote, I believe you can. I would certainly encourage folks to, to give it a try, for okay. sure. There, there has been... Um, astronomically low turnout in the past couple of municipal elections, particularly Charlotte's primary, I believe the Democratic primary, and then Statesville's municipal election. Statesville's municipal election only had about three and a half percent of eligible voters come out. I do not want to see that in our town. I think that everyone should go out and vote. I think the more people that voice their opinion, the better, and that's what we need. So it's easy for people to complain on social media, but now's the time. So if we, if all those people that were complaining on social media aren't out voting, hypocrites, that's what I'll call them. Yeah. So you yeah. got to get out and vote. Commissioner Bilder, thank you so much for coming by. We appreciate you. you, sir. Uh, Always a pleasure. So uh, remember, voting is taking place October 26th, early voting October 26th through November 3rd in the town of Cornelius, Davidson Town Hall, and North County Library in Huntersville. Election day is November 7th. Whoever you're voting for, just make sure you go out and vote. We want you to take part of the process. You have a voice. You are allowed to share that voice. And this is how, by voting for uh, local municipal elections. Uh, I, I've said it before. National is going to have their space. There's going to. We always need great leaders at the national level, but state and local is where change can be made. Be sure to go out and vote. Again, election day is November seventh. Early voting begins October twenty sixth through November third here locally. Good morning, fam. We're coming back. We're going to have a little bit of news at the top of the hour. I did just text Justin Dion. I think he's going to come by. 105.9, WSIC, Statesville, W two ninety DK, Mooresville, Lake Norman, North Shore. Good morning, LKN. 8.06. You got to start that next hour, right? That's normally how I sip my coffee every morning because it's black powder. Just keeps you going all day long. Located on Highway 150, exit 36. What you do is you just make a left of that Chick-fil-A. You go down into that business park. You run up in black powder. I mean, you run up in black powder coffee in that business park. Melissa! 10% off, please. Please and thank you, Melissa, for 10% off. Because WSIC, the good morning fam, sent me. I demand it. She's going to say, okay, okay, calm down. 21 flavors. Pick. Because you know, did you hear from Justin? Yeah, Justin. He doesn't cut it. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't put creamer. He doesn't put sugar. But he does like the flavored beans. And the flavor this week, caramel. 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 Absolutely delicious in my cup. Oh, no. Ah! All right, you city slickers. Please, no, sir. You crazy. <laughs> I like you, but you're crazy. You're crazy, man. It is time for our daily segment, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, where I share three news articles that I find either interesting, good, bad, or ugly. How ugly is ugly? It can get pretty ugly out here. I don't know if you've seen the news lately. That <laughs> ugly. It can get like that <laughs> ugly. <laughs> I've, seen it. I've seen a few things. That ugly. Um, so... Let's start with uh, let's start with the good. Okay. All right, and this actually uh, deals with today. So Huntersville, all right, town of Huntersville. Yeah. We have the candidate forum uh, later on tonight, where you can watch here live. This on, is a good thing, right? 
this is a good thing, in my opinion. You, I think you'll like this, too. Okay. Uh, Huntersville Town Commissioners voted 4-2 to two, uh, to approve rezoning for Golden Cow Creamery's fourth location, bringing the local ice cream chain to North Mecklenburg County. Love it. Yes, so an ice cream spot coming to downtown Huntersville. That goes in with uh, all the other improvements they're making to downtown, making it a more... Isn't that like a big brand? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a small brand. Okay, um, so I've actually, there's one uptown okay. that I've been to. What did you think of it? It was good. It uh, was delicious. Is it like a thicker, like, describe for me the creme de la ice. Okay, this was many months ago. Um, it was good. I enjoyed my experience. I think I got a milkshake, actually. Oh. Yeah, and everyone else who got cones. You remember your flavor? Um, I probably went with some sort of coconut, uh, chocolate coconut. You are a coconut fiend. Yeah, I got a problem. I think I'd want strawberry right now. I need a strawberry one right now. Okay, and this is, uh, I, moving on, I got some, some neutral news. No I, bad? I think it's good news here. Okay. But it could be bad if you're on the wrong side of it. Wrong side of the tracks. Pepper X. Marks the spot as South Carolina's pepper expert scorches a new Guinness Book world record. That's oh, like right. pepper. That's right. Oh. Ed Curry, the South Carolina hot pepper expert who crossbred and grew the Carolina Reaper. What? <laughs> that's hotter than most pepper sprays police use to subdue unruly criminals, has broken his own record with a pepper that is three times as hot. Three times as hot. There's some records that don't need to be broken. Right. Right. We're too busy worried if we can, and we're not asking, should we? Should we? <laughs> should we? <laughs> so Pepper X, uh, you know, act accordingly. <laughs> that name is scary. Yes. Pepper X. Mm. And that's the, I would put that as bad. Yeah. There, there's just things that are unnecessary. Like, like they're probably in Wuhan right now looking back saying that was unnecessary. Right. Same with this pepper in about pepper a few years. Pepper X. Give it three years. Right. Um, hopefully it won't become one of those TikTok challenges. Oh, someone's going to die. I mean, I don't want that to happen. Right. Never mind. I'm not going to. I take yeah. that back. Yeah, Nobody's going to die. Digress, digress. Hard backpedal. Um, and then our ugly news, Rock Hill native NFL starter arrested on concealed weapon charges hours after the game. Um, so Los Angeles Rams cornerback Darion Kendrick was arrested early Monday morning on a felony charge of carrying a concealed weapon. The 23-year-old Rock Hill native was arrested after a traffic stop in Hollywood several hours after the Rams' 26-9 victory over Arizona. Um, the second-year pro from Georgia, uh, you know, played 68 snaps for the Cardinals. That sentence doesn't does not matter. So uh, he plays for the Chargers or he plays no, for Cardinals? He plays for the Rams. Oh, he plays for the Rams. And the Rams won the, the game. The Rams did win the game. He won a, a, state, a national championship at Clemson as well as at Georgia. Uh, he was the Orange Bowl MVP with the Bulldogs. Um, well, you can't blame the dude. From South Carolina's gun laws to California's gun laws, yep. I mean, somebody should have educated him yeah. on the difference there. There it is. They don't play. That's so. that's a big difference right there. Uh, all, all right. right. So let's, let's, back let's go back to the good. Okay. 100% support for an ice creamery in downtown Huntersville. You won't see me shy away from that. Sure. Uh, no uh, reservations required. I don't, even think, I don't even think they accept reservations. I don't think you have to. Right. It's a. It's just public. Come sure. on, first come, first serve. Literally. So long as we have the flavors, they're yours. Right. And right now, my taste buds are screaming strawberry. Mmm. Wow. I would want, like, some real strawberry in with it. You, you know, I don't okay. want just the puree. I want, sure. like, give me some chunks of berryness. Okay, there. you wild man. And I might even throw a little bit of banana in with it, too, like, on top. You are a sicko. I, I'm I like feeling your style, it this, I'm man. I like it your this style. Morning. You're crazy. Went by Wendy's the other day, 
and pumpkin spice frosties were going on. Is I it good? I didn't have one. I've had one previously. Okay, I still haven't had one. I still got to stop by. They're good. Yeah. They're good. They are missing, like, like, here's the thing. Some people like it just the pure cream, cream de la cream. I am of the opinion that little morsels of goodness, in addition to the cream, are never a negative. <laughs> and so if you're going to have a pumpkin frosty... You want pumpkin in there? I wasn't going to say pumpkin. Maybe like some pumpkin bread. You know, you throw me a little pumpkin morsels in there. I don't know if I want Wendy's making pumpkin bread. and You don't want them doing all that? They work hard enough. They just keep it in the one machine that just spins? Yeah, just let them do that. Just put in the mix. Yeah, I don't need the bakers. And let the machine make it cold because it's being shipped from Iowa anyway. And he might as well enjoy it because it's four days old. Yeah. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Fresh, never frozen, baby. That's that's that mantra. I get it. So then the bad story, I, I don't like spicy foods. Right. I mean, like, I'll like a little bit of like Texas Pete to me like has a kick, okay. but it's not like, oh my gosh, this is spicy. You can still have a good time, right? I recall the days of us being younger. We would take salt and vinegar chips, dab a little Texas Pete on there. Yep, Frank's. Frank's would be another one. Mm-hmm. Frank, uh, some would get crazy and put a little Basco on there. Okay, you wouldn't find me doing that, right? But hey, dealer's choice. That I can enjoy. Man, we were wild back in those days. You go naming a pepper. Pepper X, mm. that you should be required to get a permit. Right. There's really no, no other way around that. Imagine a child gets a hold of Pepper X. Who's feeling bad then? I feel like you can't even touch it. You, you can't, because then, like, I dare you to do this. Touch the Pepper X, rub it on your eyeballs. Mm. See what happens. No. See what happens. And then the ugly news. Yeah, I mean, that's just an educational loss. You right. would think that these teams would have handlers. Right. I know they do. It's no different than like when you see a, a superstar get a DWI or DUI. It's like, come on, you couldn't just get driven? Like right. they have drive. You, you're telling me the team doesn't have on demand anywhere you're at in the country, get a driver and get drove, driven somewhere at any point in time? Right. They have to have that, right? Am I sure. making that up? No, I, I w- you would think. You would think. Like call somebody. Call your boy. And they'll drive you anywhere probably too. It's probably not like they probably like you're required to go home. No, you can go wherever right. you want. And that weapon's actually mine, sir. Yeah. It's not Justin's at all. No. But, you know. I'll do the time. I stay strapped. (laughs) I stay strapped. 844 (laughs) Studio 4. Who stays strapped in this piece? No. No, Good morning, okay. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No. Good morning, okay. (laughs) If you want to call and say good morning, you got a four-pack of tickets to Renfest. I think we're going to see Justin Dion here shortly. Maybe. It's anybody's guess. Another news story on the other side. Good morning, okay. Eight, 18. Happy Tuesday to you. Hope you're having a good one so far. Tuesday's that day. It's that day of the week. You just question life. You sit around and say, should I just eat that Pepper X? No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's not a good idea. Even if you like spicy foods, don't, don't do it. It's not worth it. It, see, it seems inhumane to request that we make a, a hotter pepper. I thought ghost pepper was the hottest pepper. I didn't even realize there was a hotter pepper than, than ghost pepper. Now pepper X? This is made in the lab. Unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. It, this, this is how problems really begin. And, and I, I, can't, I can't say enough about it. I mean, I can. I just, I just usually choose not to. We've got Mike on the line. 
I believe he wants to say good morning to somebody. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Another day in paradise, my friend. How about yourself? Yes, it is, and I'm so blessed to be in it. It's sunshiny today. That's nice. I like that little brisk air out there, too. You know, it kind of gets that little, you get that little, right when you walk in, you get that little, ooh, it's nice out today. Yeah, and I drive a Jeep with no doors on it this morning, so it's really, I'm really awake when I get to work. Okay, you sound like you're eating a bunch of Pepper X's uh, on on your way to work today. You eating that too or no? <laughs> no, just uh, just enjoying the ride. Okay, Mike, you want to say good morning to somebody? Yeah, I got a friend that works at the uh, fire department, Troutman. His name's Ryan. Just want to wish him a good morning and uh, hope he has a blessed day. All right. Well, we want to say good morning, Ryan, too. And thanks to all of the firefighters and service members across our entire listening area. We appreciate all of them. All right. So this is what you got to do. Call right back. Talk to Bill. Oh, no. Bill's already got your info. Four pack of tickets to RenFest. Congratulations, Mike. All right. Thank you. Have you ever been to RenFest before? Oh, yes. Last year was the first year I've missed in many years. Okay. So when you stop by this year and you stop by that costume rental, what costume are you going to rent? And when you go into RenFest, then? I'm going to be a jester every year. Jester. That's a good one. All right, Mike, we appreciate it. You drive safe with those doors off now. All right. Thanks, sir. All right. Bye-bye. All right. A little good morning action in there. Mike, uh, I believe he said Ryan, right? Did he say Ryan? He's, he's saying good morning to Ryan at the Troutman Fire Department. Good morning, uh, Ryan, and the entire Troutman Fire Department. We appreciate all y'all. And all again, all the service members across our entire listener area, we we really do appreciate y'all. Um, someone who, who always is talking about firefighters, the town of Mooresville. And today, Hometown Hour airs from 11 to noon. So if you want to know what's going on in the town of Mooresville, Megan Suber, Director of Communication and Marketing, coming in and hosting that show. Again, that's at 11 o'clock. She had uh, Fire Marshal Woody on, I believe, last week. And I'm not sure if he's going to be on this week as well, but he was on last week. And uh, yes, had some excellent fire tips. Yeah, you got to have it. I told you last week what happened fire with, with the, our smoke detector at the house, right? Yes. They went off. It was Thursday morning. But here's the thing. It didn't say fire. It said carbon monoxide. Yes, and that's the scary one. That's the one you don't want to mess with. Correct. And I, so I would recommend that you check all your fire, uh, your smoke detectors. Is it a dual? Is it smoke and carbon monoxide? You do want to check that. Because there is a difference. There is a difference. Or you can buy the singular, you know, wall outlet style carbon monoxide detector. Sure. And it is okay to have that at a lower uh, area in the house because it's heavier than gas. More or, dense. Or, or than smoke, right? Sure. So it'll stay low. Yes. Um, so you can have that at a lower height or elevation. It's, it's just something you don't want to mess with. Again, and it's one of those things in 2023, you still got to tell people because you want people to be aware. Uh, so it so, can't happen to me, but it can, but it, it absolutely can. That's right. And so, uh, grateful, uh, particularly for me, the town of Cornelius fire department coming through at 3am to the Kazepis household, making sure everybody's safe. Uh, don't worry. It was just a, a breaker flipped. And then the whole system went off, uh, cause it was tied to that breaker. And so, yeah, uh, big news out of California, a couple of Californians pled guilty to a 600 million dollar catalytic converter theft scheme a nationwide catalytic converter theft scheme uh looks like the it was a uh, 21 people from california new jersey have been charged in the case three sacramento uh family members pled guilty more than 38 million this three people family and more than 38 million alone for just three people 
My gosh. Catalytic converter's in the engine, right? That, that's in the engine? I think that's in the engine. That's something important, it sounds like. It converts the catalytics of your vehicle, and people be stealing them. So you put that lock. You know, you can, you can go, to, go to your local auto parts store, buy the catalytic converter lock, put it on there. It's kind of like a daisy chain, like a bicycle. You know who knows about catalytic converters? Justin Dion, Kane Center for the Arts Executive Director. Justin, I'm not going to see your name in the newspaper here for this catalytic converter nationwide theft scheme, am I? Not unless I can turn it into a piece of art. A piece of art? Oh, catalytic art. Can we, can we take, can we take catalytic converters and like, and like make a sculpture out of them? That would be cool. That would be pretty cool. You, you, well, you had to talk all about the Kane Center and art and everything else last night at the Town of Cornelius board meeting. You gave a presentation. How much, were you sweating as much as I do when I give presentations? Oh, no, sir. No, you know, um, Justin, over the last, well, first of all, this is where, hey, a good solid arts education helps out, right? Because things like theater, studying, studying theater and performance and things like that, they get you used to, to standing up in front of people. Fake know? it, fake it till um, you make good it. skill to develop. That's right. No, well, at this point, hopefully at, at almost, at almost 40 years old, I've, uh, I'm, I'm, Hopefully less of the faking it, um, of course, hopefully, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So not, and, and plus like also, man, throughout, throughout this project, um, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, working with the Kane Center almost seven years now, and there's been lots of presentations to the town boards um, over the years. Right. So, uh, so, I mean, it's, it's almost like getting a chance to, I know it sounds cheesy, but kind of like presenting to, you know, another, another group of supporters and, and friends in that way. Right. The town's been super supportive of, of our, of Kane center and, and what we do with the community and the mission and obviously the building and everything too. So, so uh, it's always good to get to chat with them. Give us a synopsis. So you, you made a presentation kind of part of the, what, end of the fiscal year, I believe. What was the big talking points that, and what were the big pieces of data you wanted the town board to be aware of? Oh, sure. Well, and actually, so like, it's great that you bring this up. So, cause I'm not sure if, you know, many folks out there are aware of it. So, so the town of Cornelius has a grant program um, to support some, you know, support nonprofits and programs in the area and Kane Center is one of them. Um, and we, we receive a, a great grant from the town of Cornelius every year that helps with our operating and we apply for it, right? We apply for it annually. Uh, and then once awarded, we do we are required by the town per the grant agreement to do a uh, mid-year update on how you know the project is how our organization is doing mid-year, and then we were do an end-of-year report as well. And there's like two pieces to it. So we submit to them a a like a long like a 10 to 12-page document uh, pre-meeting. So we submitted to them. Um, gosh, I want to say it was last week on like Monday um, was the deadline to send them the actual end of year grant report. And like I said, that's like a word document that's like 10 or so pages and it gets into all the details and weeds that has, you know, end of year P&L, BVA for the organization, our end of year balance sheet, you know, an audit, our end of year audit report, like all the things. Um, and that's the details. And then we're, you know, asked to do a 10 minute presentation um, kind of more high level ish uh, to the uh, to the town board 
as part of it. So, so what I did last night was the more high-level presentation, uh, just you know, kind of for them and for the public really to see um, how we ended the year, right? So the town gives us this grant, and and what do we do with it, and how did it impact, and how are we using that grant to serve the, the Cornelius community and and achieve uh, the goals, right? Uh, so, so you know, I think some of the highlights were that from a performance angle last year from performances. And remember, we only opened in January and our fiscal year ends at so so by the end of June 2023, we had over 6,000 uh, folks that came to see shows. Um, and that broke out to roughly 51% of those audiences were from Cornelius. And then the other was a mix of, you know, other local, local towns, uh, Huntersville, Davidson, Mooresville, right, uh, uh, Denver, and, and beyond, right? So then um, after that, we had our, our education programs, uh, which are our classes and summer camps. We had, uh, if, if I remember the numbers off the top of my head, sorry, I'm not looking at it. I'm actually in the car. But uh, we had about 1,200 uh, folks that, that took our classes last year. Um, from a community impact aspect, which are our, our programs for the community, like our community music lessons and, you know, no cost or low cost art classes and programs that we do out in the community um, for folks um, who have different barriers to being able to access arts and things. Uh, we served over, gosh, I want to say it was over 3,000 people with low cost and no cost arts programs in the community last year as well. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the like high level numbers that I can remember off the top of my head. The the uh, 51% for Cornelius, 49% out of Cornelius, is, is that a metric that, that kind of was the goal of, of including both Cornelius and out of Cornelius, or, or was is that just the way it worked out? Um, well, that's just, well, so yes and um, is the right way to answer that. Uh, so one, right, we always have said that our goal and if you our mission statement is to provide exceptional visual arts, performing arts and social experiences to the Lake Norman region. So, right, and we say that that region is North Mech, South uh, Iredell, East Lincoln, West Cabarrus, right, just like on Know the Scene when I say, hey, our goal is to talk about the scene for, you know, the Lake Norman community and, and all the towns that make that up and beyond. Uh, that's Kane Center for the Arts, too. Okay, hold on real quick. we got to go to break um, so, for Radio Fam. Hold on. Stick with us for digital for a couple minutes here, Justin. Radio Fam, we're coming right back. Digital Fam, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. We're still here. I love you. All right, we're still here on digital. Okay, so so encompassing all of the Lake Norman area then becomes the goal. Yep. Uh, you're, you're, you're doing something unique because... It's not just shows, and I mentioned this to Commissioner Bilodeau. He was in earlier briefing us on the, the board meeting last night. The, the concept that you guys have classes and you have camps and volunteers from the community, what's it like balancing yeah. not just shows with everything else you guys are doing? Yeah, no, that's a great question, man. So it's, it's constant. I mean, and it is a constant. So you know the whole thing of, like, keeping plates spinning in the air? Um, that's kind of what it, what it's like, right. And, and making sure that all the plates are spinning and, and trying to take time to step back when we can to, you know, use data and metrics and, and, and checking in and, and, and surveys and everything to check in with folks to find out like, well, how are we 
you know, how are we doing at that, right? And what metrics can we, and because we're so new, again, that's the thing. So, so when people ask, was that, are things tracking where you thought they should? You know, it's really hard to answer that because, as I was saying last night at the town board meeting, like, this has never been done here, right? Um, so in this, and this community is growing at such a rapid rate. And even since I got here, you know, almost seven years ago, right? Like, you know, metrics seven years ago are different than metrics now in terms of like population and, and folks and household income and demographics like that. Um, so, so what's important though, is that we take time to stop and check in and set kind of set benchmarks. And then, so this time next year, it will be, Hey, how have we done compared to last year's numbers year right? over year? And, and what does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what we're going to start to be paying attention to. Right. Cause we're still such a startup. Right. I mean, in that way. Um, so, but, but you're right, but we have to balance because we're not just in what, one of the things I'm starting to learn as I am listening is I think some folks still forget that we're like a nonprofit, right? They, they see the big building, they see the shows, they see the, the, you know, and they think that they just, they don't think that we're a nonprofit, but, but we are, you know, and, and like you said, I mean, we balance out, like it is just as important for us to have performances as it is to be doing these community impact programs, right? Like, like impact in the community, helping people have access to arts in a way that's affordable to them and that makes it accessible for them and their families is just as important as any performance that we have in or any artist that we have in right? I mean, us being able to have diverse programs, right? It's like the whole thing of like, uh, people are like, well, is every show selling out? And I, and I go, every show isn't supposed to sell out. Hold on. We're going to rejoin radio real quick. Hold on. We're going to join rate. Good morning. Okay. And Justin Kazepis, 844-STUDIO-4, Bill's on the sticks. We've got Justin Dion, executive director of Kane Center for the Arts on the phone, also host of Know the Scene, the local arts and culture show covering all of the arts and culture scene around the Lake Norman area. We are recapping with Justin the town board meeting in the town of Cornelius last night where Justin gave a presentation updating on the current fiscal year and, and what is to come in the future and the goals. Justin, we, we left the, the radio fam previously. We were talking about uh, the diversity of the show and the lineup. Have you announced the, the winter lineup yet or is that still to come? Uh, no, yeah. So our um, so our spring season, uh, which is coming up and will start in January, um, we are going to have an announcement party uh, coming up next week on the 26th of October, and um, and that announcement party is is you know depending on it's one of our actual uh, uh, f perks for one of our for our friends. So our friends are people that donate to the organization and help to support us. Um, they get an invitation uh, to the uh, season announcement parties that we have. We have two of them a year. Um, and then after that, we'll announce it to the public on Friday, uh, the, uh, the 27th of October, and tickets will go on sale to the public the next week, um, right, before, right, right before the 1st of November, I think, uh, for public on sale. Um, so, yeah, we've got a great spring season. We've got another roughly 20 performances coming of, again, like we were kind of saying during the digital, of lots of diverse types of programs. Uh, uh, so yeah, we're excited to announce that. And I think people will be real, really happy with, the, with what's there and hopefully people will just keep, keep coming and, and, and learning about the things that we have and, and coming to downtown and supporting the local restaurants and, 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 you know, other businesses that are downtown and, 
finding more times. You know, one of the coolest things to watch, this is something I was talking about last night during the town presentation as well. Again, like, success for our project is measured in so many different ways. Like, there are so many different checkboxes, like you were mentioning earlier, for Kane Center. It's not just are people coming to see performances. It's not just are they coming to do, you know, the art exhibits. Are they taking art classes? Are we doing community impact? It's also is Kane Center achieving the mission of really anchoring a downtown arts and business district? I mean, that was a, that's a check mark. Like that was something that was on the mission of what we're supposed to do. So, you know, when we see like, for instance, last Friday night, we had Jeff Allen while they also had a second Friday and downtown Cornelius was popping like popping on Friday night, which is not something that we would have said like, a year and a half ago. I believe that. I mean, that so it's like a complete, it's, it's shift the atmosphere of downtown. Yeah. You know, but that was the goal. And, and we hear from local restaurants and businesses that they're like, yeah, man, we see a nice kick when you guys have shows, we see a nice kick up, which is good. And, you know, and, um, and, and with, with the mills project that was just approved, right. I mean, that's going to bring even more, uh, more opportunities for, for, you know, commercial and retail and some residents too. And, and I, one of the, one of the stats that I told the town last night was, you know, I mean, this wasn't the Kane center was an investment from the town in that. And, you know, mills markets projected, I think to bring in around $150,000 a year of tax revenue to the town. That's a lot of money. I mean, that's, that's good. That's a good, yeah. That's well, and culturally, so Mills know? Market. And, and that was motivated by Kane Center. Mills Market and and that project in particular, what do you think the net effect is of that project, both on Kane Center and downtown Cornelius? Because you, you pretty much live your life in downtown Cornelius right now. What do you think the effect is? I'm excited, man. I think it's going to start to create um, an additional energy to downtown than just cars moving, right? So, like, you know, when people talk about traffic in downtown Cornelius, I, I understand the perception, but literally I'm there all the time, right? So, like, and traffic happens in the morning, around lunchtime, and, and then around rush hour, right? Like, th- those are the – which are normal for any town, right? Like, that's normally, like, the biggest parts and the biggest traffic times that I see in downtown, like when I'm literally sitting in my office and I watch the cars outside, right? Um, what will be neat uh, – but what we don't have is we don't have a lot of, like – foot traffic right now of people that are like are coming to local businesses i mean there's some for like you know some of the great barber shops and and things like that that we have down there and and you know obviously in the evening to like old town public house and case and them have done a great job with developing that and continuing that you know and things as well um but i'm excited i think mills market will bring people living like really living right there is a cool plus i think um, because also what you'll start to have is this actual like live, work, and play opportunity in downtown. So like imagine you're living in one of those apartments in Mills Market and you can walk across the street to Food Line and do your grocery shopping and you can, you know, get your hair cut right there across the street in downtown at one of those barber shops or, you know, salons, you know, and then you can come to Kane Center and see a show or go to OTPH and, and have a beer with friends afterwards and do open mic or go over to sit. I mean, in theory, you, you're going to start to create, I think, this downtown ecosystem to where, you know, people can come and actually 
stay in downtown for a while. Like that, that's what I'd love to see eventually happen. Right. I mean, it's going to take time. We're going to have to, you know, build it out and see new businesses come in and, and merchants and stuff like that. But I, I think it's got a, I mean, I'm excited. I think it's what we needed. The current fall lineup, you had Jeff Allen on Friday and you had Charlotte Symphony Orchestra on Saturday. The, those are two big yeah. names back to back, like two nights in a row. What was it like for the staff and the team in transitioning between those two shows this past weekend? Well, I made them all take yesterday off. Um, that seems nice. I texted them on Sunday and I said, great job. Well, I said, great job this weekend, guys. I was like, please do not come in tomorrow. please do not come in i was like please do not work i mean if you really have to like do what you need to do but do it from home i was like you guys need to take take some rest um it was a lot because now jeff the great thing about comedy is it's low impact from a production side i mean it's turn the lights on you know set up one microphone and they go to work um and then the symphony but the symphony is more impact so jeff finishes friday night and then first thing saturday morning there's a big truck that pulls up to the back door to unload all the chairs and everything that you have to put out for the symphony, you know, and then the symphony loads in because it was an afternoon show. Saturday symphony was a 2 p.m. show. So it was a quick load in. And then remember, Lovely Norman has church every Sunday morning. So every time we have a show on a Saturday night, like you have to load it all out and get it out and return back to square one so that the church can have church service. I mean, they come in at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Um, so it's always our team really has to think about that. And strategically, you know, again, Jeff, comedian into the symphony was, was it was a lot, but it was doable more because comedy is more low need from a production standpoint and the symphony is a little bit higher need. So we were able to, to structure that out. As you look forward, and particularly for the spring lineup and, and just even the whole next fiscal year, what would you say is currently the biggest need of the Kane Center? Um, honestly, just for people to come. And that's not the, and I don't say that to mean that people aren't coming. Um, we're just still in that, like, come, come. You know, I said a phrase, I've, I've started this new phrase, and I'll admit I partially stole it, like, as always. Um I was inspired. I didn't steal. I was inspired. <laughs> but like one of my new things I'm telling people is that, look, like I, it's a big, beautiful building on the outside and the inside. And it really is like, it really is. It's a beautiful building, but that's all it is until you step in it. Mm. You know, like we, we like come in, come in, be the life. Like that building doesn't get brought to life until there are people in it enjoying time together as a community enjoying time together as families you know and that and we're still early like like i was telling you we're only been open nine months people are still learning who we are they're still learning that we have public hours you know we're still learning too you know we appreciate people that take our surveys afterwards because it gives us good feedback so that we can tweak things as we go and um yeah the biggest need is just for people to to, to just keep, you know, keep coming and, and, and enjoy and spread the word, you know, spread the word for us um, so that we can we can keep this, uh, you know, keep everything going in a good way. We're talking with Justin Dion, executive director of Kane Center for the Arts, upcoming uh, announcement soon of the spring lineup. The fall lineup has been awesome. It's been cool to see. I, ha- I did have the opportunity to go see a couple of shows, and a couple of our team members went and saw a couple of shows. Wonderful theater. I equate it to, like, the booth theater where Lincoln was shot. Like, that's the vibes inside. Not like that someone's oh, going to get shot. Oh, God. Just like that it looks really Thanks, cool Justin. in Thank there. <laughs> just that it looks – it's a really yeah, – 
classy Bill theater. Back there. Bill is back there right now, faces in his hand, shaking <laughs> his head. Bill's like, Justin could not could not help himself. That's every day, and you know that already. Uh, Justin Dion is also <laughs> the host of Know the Scene, the local arts and cultural show here on WSIC, showcasing all of this the afternoon. arts and cultures. It's this afternoon. It's Tuesday from 4 to 5. Well, who do you have on the show today? Man, we got Trey McLaughlin. So Trey McLaughlin and the Sounds of Zamar is a gospel group coming to Kane Center in two weeks. Uh, nope, I'm sorry, not two weeks. The first, uh, November the 4th and November the 5th, we're bringing gospel. So this is us. Remember how I told you, like, we always want to do all kinds of programs. So, like, I was like, you know what? I had an opportunity to bring a gospel band in. And I was like, let's try it. Like, let's see what happens. So, so he, Trey's going to come on the show today, talk to us all about him and his journey and, and what he does and the sounds of Zamar and, and what they do. And, and we hope people will, will buy tickets to come see them um, on the 4th. But, uh, and then next week we're going to have Eric Jones on, who's a magician and comedian. Um, he, uh, he's performing on October 28th. Um, will be fantastic. He's been on like America's Got Talent. He fooled Penn and Teller on like the Penn and Teller TV show. Um, and he's great for the whole family. Um, like it's, it's, it's going to be a great magic and, and kind of comedy show all blended together. Okay. Justin Dion, host of Know the Scene, executive director of Kane Center for the Arts, KaneArts.org. That's C-A-I-N arts.org. Know the Scene airs 4 to 5 p.m. every Tuesday. You can get it on demand as well. WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, and wherever you get your podcast from, you can listen to Justin, a lot of great uh, guests and, and shows and everything else and content if you're into the arts and cultural scene. Justin, we appreciate you this morning, sir. Hope only the best for the Kane Center going forward. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for giving me the opportunity, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Take care. All right, good morning, fam. One more. We're getting close to the Pat Shannon. He's finally almost here. Coming back. Good morning, LKN. A... 848. And that's what it feels like to hit 848 on a Tuesday. National holidays. It's National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. You going to clean up your virtual desktop today, Bill? Possibly. What is a what's a virtual desktop? A virtual desktop? A virtual desktop is your desktop on your computer. I know you're not doing that. What doing what? Are you really eating right now? Uh, do you want one? No. It's a Dorito. What kind of Dorito is that? Israeli. We're supporting the effort. We're pro-Israel. Huh. I was at Publix, and they had a kosher section, and they had these Doritos there. I, I mean, I'm assuming it's part of the kosher section. I can't read it, but can you guess what brand it is? Uh, it looks like a Dorito. Right. It says product of Israel on the back, though. So I took the opportunity, and I went and bought it. How did you get that bag in there? In here? Yeah. You didn't know that? I did not. How? I guess I can't see the table. I don't know. It's been here. I was actually going to do this during Dion's segment, but he was on such a roll. But it would have been extremely rude. Right. Well, that's possible, too. (laughs) (laughs) Quite good. Now my headphones are just hearing the crunching. Yeah, I like I like make you know I, I miss the old days of radio where they would make the sound effects themselves rather than use go, a computer. Do you go Doritos with your black powder, kosher? Oh, ah, that's the bottom of the barrel. Oh, there's enough there though. All right, okay. 
Yeah, that's the best combo there is. I, I prefer an, a warm cup of coffee. You know, like I said, it can be three days old. That's fine with me as long as it's warm. <laughs> and then you put the Dorito in the coffee. You dunk it. You ever dunked a Dorito in your coffee? I know for a fact you don't put anything in your coffee. You don't cut it. I don't cut it. I don't cut it. Sorry. National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. You cleaning up your virtual desktop? Probably not. You don't think so? I don't think I will. You just don't want to or you just don't know how? Uh, dang, maybe both. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Still, what's a virtual desktop? Yeah, is that a you real know? desktop? Is it just my home, like my literally my desktop on oh, my computer? So inside, like don't clean it literally. Yeah, I don't think clean it literally. Virtually. Right. Like, clean up what I got going on here. Right. Ooh. Yeah, no, that's going to take a while. Yeah. National Pasta Day. Okay. You celebrated down. last night. Yeah, I'll probably celebrate tonight as well. You know what I would really go for right now? What's probably like a little fettuccine with shrimp. Okay. All right. You know? Black powder coffee to Dorito, kosher Dorito. Koshers. It does have a little different taste. The kosher does taste shrimp a shrimp and... Uh, a little fettuccine? Fettuccine. Nice. I like that just style. sounds pretty good right now. You're unhinged. Where is the best fettuccine Alfredo shrimp? Shrimp fettuccine Alfredo? <clears throat> What's the order there? I'm not fettuccine, sure. Fettuccine shrimp Alfredo? I think it goes pasta... Protein? Protein sauce. Fettuccine shrimp Alfredo. Wow, is that right? Or shrimp fettuccine Alfredo. Ooh. I can go either way. I can go either way. Tune in tomorrow. 844 Studio 4 (laughs) if you know the best spot. Four pack of tickets to RenFest. Right. We still have tickets, right? Uh, 844 Studio 4. If not, Bill will make sure that you get some, even if we don't have any. Uh, The best shrimp fettuccine alfredo that feels the best way to say it i'll be okay. honest with you or or if you prefer fettuccine shrimp alfredo okay either way we don't discriminate we'll accept either answer pasta of, day. of the best because it is national pasta day so we do want to know where is the best in the lake norman area uh child poverty day never good to see a child in poverty sure let's bring awareness to uh to that situation day of dignity okay for bolivia okay you ever been? To Bolivia? No, I have not. Where is Bolivia? I couldn't really tell you. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Mm, that's uneducated and uninformed? Uninformed and uninformed here. Yeah. 844 Studio 4, where is Bolivia on the map? Right. I know you're out there. National uh, Edge Day. Hmm. Oh, the straight edge lifestyle means refraining from alcohol, drugs, and tobacco. So for cool. those... Uh, on the wagon? Is on the wagon or off the wagon when you're not when you're sober? Is it on the wagon? I'm off the wagon. Off the wagon? I think off the wagon means like you're not sober. I'm off the wagon on the straight and narrow. Okay, that plays. I just right. don't know I don't if that's know. accurate, but I, that plays. Right. Okay. Uh, National Mulligan Day. I'll okay. take me a few. Right. I'll take me a few out on that course. Yeah. I'm definitely going to need a few. Always from the first tee. Sure. First swing is all, first tee is always a mulligan. I don't care who you are, Tiger Woods or, <laughs> or President Trump. I don't care. First tee is always with me a, a mulligan. National Payback a Friend Day. You owe okay. somebody anything? Some dollars. Mm. Yeah, probably. Probably? Yeah. But they probably owe me too. So it's a balance, right? Balancing act. Let's just let's just squash the beef. Amnesty Day, <laughs> National Pharmacy Technician Day. Okay. Shout out to the pharma techs. Pharma tech. Just putting in that zanny right in that box, okay. in that bottle. You right. know when you need to. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate the pharmacists when I've got two children, and so sure. like typically antibiotics or steroids is what we pick up. Right. There's a whole nother conversation about oral steroids that for kids that 
were trying not to do another steroid, but they got the cough going on. It's like, what do you do? Mm. It stunts growth. Sure. Oh. Yeah, oral steroids. Like your kids, you don't want kids t consistently on oral steroids, I'm right. learning from the pediatrician. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Pro-life day of silent solidarity. Observe this solemn day by standing in solidarity with the unheard voices. Wear something... Gaudy day? Gaudy day? Gaudy. Gaudy. G-A-U-D-Y. Is that gaudy? Gaudy. Like like John Gaudy? Like, isn't that no. G-O-D-I? Wasn't John Gaudy G-O-T-T-I? G-O-T-T-I. What is gaudy? G-A-U-D-Y. Gaudy, I think, is uh, almost like a flamboyant, maybe? Um, something outlandish. Hmm. Very gaudy, you know? Not just the pearls, but the pearls with the diamonds. Okay. I don't see that in the picture here. Okay, I don't know what it means. Okay. <laughs> you had strong confidence coming from you. You are exuding confidence. Right. I'm probably right. W women in military service for America Memorial Anniversary. Okay. Shout out. I think day. I think yes. day should be at the end of that. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all the women in military service for America Memorial Anniversary. Every day. During the last year. Oh, women officially joined the U.S. military during the last two years of World War One. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good fact to know. That is. World Trauma Day. Get informed about trauma and its resulting consequences around the world on this day. We'll talk after the it, show. It, it's good. It's good to stay informed. Uh, Pat Shannon's up next. The greatest voice in radio. Mm. If you got to buy something, sell something, trade something, you found something, you lost something, kittens and mittens, mittens for kittens. You got a birthday. You got an anniversary. You call Pat Shannon nine to eleven Monday through Friday. Who we're expecting to call today for the birthday anniversary and win prizes? Who's that? Eminem. Eminem, Marshall, Marshall Mathers. Mathers. Jinx, you owe me a soda. You can't talk until you get me one. Actually, I take that back. You can't talk. Uh, <laughs> don't know. I, I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Play uh, stupid games, <laughs> win stupid prizes. <laughs> Eminem's going to be calling in uh, to the home ad show this morning to win Daylight Donuts. What's up, Jody? Also, a boxcar grill, free salad bar, Lake Mountain coffee, coffee or smoothie. Uh, does anyone know um, Aaliyah McBroom? Aaliyah McBroom? I've never heard that name, I don't think. Hmm. Um, there is no stopping this precious and extremely adorable baby's already successful influencing career. So babies are influencing people now. <laughs> who, who, I thought we were adults. Why are we letting babies influence us? Alan Jackson's birthday for all hey, those that, that celebrate. Now that's it. That, that got favorite cool. Alan Jackson song. Um, is it uh five o'clock somewhere maybe, or, uh, isn't that Jimmy Buffett? I think he's featured in there. Okay. Um, but you got, uh, what is it called? Chattahoochee? Way oh, went down yonder. Chattahoochee. I know that one. I don't know too many uh, country songs. Hey, man, that guy can play, and he was a stud. He is a stud. Uh, there, There is that Morgan Whalen. I do know of yep. his song. I, I don't know why it's been stuck in my... Last night we let the liquor talk. Hey, this is Alan Jackson's day. Oh, that's true. It's not Morgan Whalen's day. Andy Whitfield's birthday. Okay. Uh, this, who is he? He is a talented actor. Never seen him before. I, he might be talented. I don't know. Uh, Angela Babix. Mm. This amazing American actress, don't know her, has certainly made her presence felt in the world of reality TV. Well, it's shocking that I know her. She's part of Trash TV. You would think I would know who she is. Right. Arthur Miller, um, literary icon and legend. Art. I don't read. Uh, Carly uh, Beebles? Bibles? B-Y-B-E-L? Bebel? Oh, um, boy. Makeup hacks. Come and this celebrate is... Carly Bebel. 
We are. Do you know Carly B. Bell? Crawling to the end of this show. <laughs> do you know? Do you know Carly B. Bell? If she's on the list, what do you want me to do? I'm. I. I, I read the teleprompter. If it's right. on the teleprompter, I read it. Uh, Chris Motionless. Okay. He's a talented, charismatic musician and entertainer. Right. He. Never mind. Uh, Dina Morissette. Okay. Record-breaking dancer. All right. Don't know anything about. How do you her. break a record? Evil Knievel. I know Evil Knievel. I do know Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel's birthday. Let's celebrate a stunt legend who's stunting on folks. Stunting. I hope everybody stunts on everyone today. Jada Lily Miller. You know her? Uh, uneducated and uninformed. Actress. Okay. Uh, she has built a successful and impactful career for herself, sir. Very cool. Shout uh, out to her. Happy birthday. I'm looking. Let me skip through some of these birthdays because there's quite a few today, a, a lot of which I don't know. Uh, Rita Hayworth. I know the name. Okay. I bet you Pat Pat Shannon knows who Rita Hayworth is. Oh, he would school us on all Yeah, he would He would definitely school us. Uh, Wyclef. Wyclef? Yeah, is it Wyclef? Yeah, Wyclef Sean. Wyclef, Wyclef Sean? Jean. Jean. Yeah, because it is a J. I thought you said Sean with an Jean. S. Jean. Jean. Wyclef Jean. Yeah. Great musician. He's a good musician. Great. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very Not good. familiar. He, yeah, you are. I am. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm familiar. We'll bang some white clef after this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> 9 to 11, Pat Shannon. 11 o'clock. Today's Tuesday. Hometown hour. Town of Mooresville coming through. Megan Suber, Director of Communication and Marketing for the town. She's going to be dropping knowledge bombs. You want to be a part of that? 844-STUDIO-4. If you've got questions for the town of Mooresville, you can ask. They encourage callers. Noon to 3, Todd Starnes Addicts. Get your national politics on, baby. Get it. Three o'clock, uh, community-centered. Executive Director of the Hope House, direct, uh, Debbie O'Hanley and Margie Kyle of Little Smiles. They're bringing you some, some heartfelt sentiment and real conversation of the community. And then four o'clock, Justin Dino, Know the Scene, Executive Director, Kane Center for the Arts, your local arts and culture show. Five o'clock, Brian Summers, he's out today. He was hanging out with President Obama in Washington, D.C., so he's not going to be in today. We're running the rerun from yesterday. He had Doc, uh, Doc Rob on uh, for his show. Then Joe Berg, scoreboard. Love you guys.